Hello everyone and welcome to another podcast of my channel. I am Eleni Colina and you are going to listen to another random digital marketing tale. In this episode, we are going to discuss the impact of coronavirus on the events and conferences industry. I have today with me Anna Papadopoulou, a talented community and events manager, and I'm so happy to have her in this episode. She is going to share her thoughts about the post-COVID era for events management. So Anna, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and where the audience can reach you if they want? Uh, hello, Eleni. At first, uh, I would like to take a moment uh, and thank you for having me as today's guest speaker. Uh, it is a great initiative and I'm really glad to be a part of this. Um, so if anyone wants to reach me, he or she can find me on my LinkedIn profile, Anna Di Papadopoulou. Perfect. And uh, can you please describe your experience in the event management sector? What is your involvement in this industry and if uh, there is anything new coming up? Well, I think that my story with event management goes a long way back. And uh, I think that that event management has been my thing uh, since high school. I know it's a cliche, but uh, this is when I got uh, involved in organizing stuff. Uh, and that's probably where I developed uh, a love of the events industry. But the truth is that I'm working at this industry the last five years, and it basically started through my volunteer action in the nonprofit organization industry. After helping to organize my first fundraising event, I knew that events uh, were what I wanted to do as a career. Past one year and a half, I'm the community and events manager of Texaloniki. For those who don't know what Exaloniki is, Exaloniki is uh, a collective effort of major information technologies companies, most of them Greek, trying to bridge the gap between unemployment and unfilled positions in the Saloniki. Thinking that uh, working together for the same goal is even more fulfilling and valuable uh, than just good people. Uh, the annual Exaloniki Today event is the product of a uh, shared vision to showcase uh, the thriving tech industry of uh, Northern Greece. Our initiative, our mission, uh, is to spread awareness about our growing ecosystem of world-class tech companies. We want to create an environment of corporate synergy and highlight the competitive career opportunities available to new graduates and seasoned professionals alike uh, growing Thessaloniki tech. So you are one of the luckiest uh, that uh, make your uh, hobby, your job, your passion, actually. And uh, you are now working in something that uh, I personally admire. Thessaloniki, I think it's a very innovative event. Uh, and I, I really wanted to say to you and your team, of course, congratulations uh, of what you're doing uh, the last years. So uh, the most uh, pressing question on event professional minds is uh, what um, events will look like uh, once the lockdowns have uh, been lifted. Some companies, uh, such as Microsoft, have announced plans to suspend all live events until the summer of 2021. And even Facebook has joined this strategy by announcing the cancellation of all meetings above 50 attendees until uh, June 2021. Do you agree with this strategy? Is it... Uh, uh, virtually postpone or cancel uh, the best thing uh, that you would propose to someone? 
Well, as we all know, uh, it is clear that the event management industry has been strongly affected uh, by the disruptive effects of uh, COVID-19. Since the onset of the pandemic, hundreds of events have been cancelled all over the world and uh, waking up to the news of cancellations or postponements has become the new normal for all of us, for people all over around the world. Without understanding when this global health emergency may come to an end, I think that we can't plan for or execute on a business uh, that will be forever changed as a result of this crisis. Uh, With large technology vendors, as you mentioned before, Facebook and Microsoft, uh, moving the events completely online, I personally believe that the stage is set for uh, a new normal, Uh, moving forward when it comes to in-person events. It's hard to predict uh, how the situation will evolve. For me, relevance becomes an issue. For example, the postponement may not be an option for events which they focus uh, on delivery of cutting-cuts information or time-sensitive data since uh, the content may be obsolete in a few months. As we saw over the past uh, two months, a significant number of meetings and conferences uh, decided not to cancel, uh, but have uh, redesigned as virtual events. In my opinion, if adaptable, this meeting format is uh, probably the best alternative in these challenging times. Moreover, I think that this format is perfectly compatible with uh, event marketing and sponsorship strategies while allowing planners to be ready for any eventuality from now on. And as long as they are strategically planned uh, using the right technologies, I think that virtual events can even reach a wider audience than traditional live events. The truth is, and now I think that I'm talking for all the Thessaloniki team, think that together we have the power to inspire positive changes online and to raise awareness of the issues that matters to us. For us at Exaloniki, the safety of our community is a top priority. In light of the health safety recommendations of the Greek government for such big events, we at Exaloniki will also probably deliver our annual October Exaloniki event for developers and tech people as a digital event. So is this fixed? You have decided that it's uh, going to be virtually delivered? We always try to think positive and I will always aim for a hybrid event. But yes, for the meantime, I think that yes, we're going to to host a digital event this year. But actually, this is um, a good thing for us because it's an opportunity to bring more people close to the Thessaloniki tech industry. It's an opportunity for us to show to other um, tech companies that are based uh, abroad that we have a strong uh, tech community here in Thessaloniki. It's a great opportunity for them to come and invest and why not open a new branch of their company here in Thessaloniki because I think that Thessaloniki has a lot of talented people that still work here and a lot of talented people that left abroad. And I think this is a great opportunity to bring together those two parts. So Thessaloniki is not only for residents of Thessaloniki, it's for everyone who may want to work 
at the Saloniki or even uh, start a long-term business uh, here, right? Of course, uh, and this is one of our main goals, to show uh, to everyone around the globe that Thessaloniki has a very strong tech ecosystem and can be for sure a technology destination. Of course, uh, the companies involved with Thessaloniki give work to, to Greek people living here or walking abroad and want to come back. But I think that uh, it's a great opportunity for foreigners to come and work here. So I think that even if we go back to the old normal, let's say, I think for us at Exaloniki, it's a great opportunity to see how digital will go and to have this as a feature of our event. Perfect. Uh, that's a very inspiring and interesting, actually. At Exaloniki, maybe... Uh, a case of this situation. So, uh, one of the basics someone would expect from uh, an event is uh, networking. I have been uh, in events in Europe, the US, and every time the event organizer used to use an app like uh, Brella, which I'm a huge fan, to speed the process of networking. And everybody was uh, handshaking, sitting in a desk where other people were sitting before. And this is the opposite of social distancing, right? How do you think this will change? Do you even think this will affect conducting business? Well, Eleni, we've all seen the headlines across the globe. The world is changing. Everyone is getting used to the new normal. The future is virtual. You already know. I know. I think that all developers or tech people involved in such events know the fact that uh, developer conferences are a place for big notes and announcements. Um, but they are also essential for developers to get a chance to mingle with engineers who work on big platforms and to also connect with each other. So I think that the challenge that mostly, basically, international events currently face is that they not only have to fear the event might be legally allowed to take place, let's say, on DateX, but for me, the bigger question is actually if attendees, exhibitors, sponsors would be already willing again to take the risk to participate in mass gatherings. As we saw, uh, a lot of event planners have had to pivot the events to virtual meetings, which, uh, in my opinion and my experience, has been essential during the pandemic because actually it was a great company uh, and, let's say, a great uh, night out from the new the new normal and the, uh, all the new situation from remote work. I think that, of course, there's a value in virtual meetings, uh, but uh, in my personal opinion, nothing compares to face-to-face connections. No matter what happens in the next couple of years, uh, for me, virtual conferences uh, are not a replacement for in-person events. For example, I think especially when it comes to, let's say, startups events, uh, where meeting investors or, or co-founders, uh, making deals, or just to get, get inspired of those people, I think their in-person conversations are essential. And for the audience that listening to us, please don't get me wrong. Of course, I'm not saying uh, virtual events are not important or they don't provide a valuable service or it's something that you shouldn't attend. But for me and from my experience until now, uh, a virtual event, fortunately, is something like working from home uh, because you sit in the exact same place as you do for your job. 
it's the same desk, it's the same day-to-day, you have the same distractions, family, phone, your dog. And only now you have to also manage to pay attention to the voice on your screen. And of course, hope that when you hear something that's important, that your network uh, doesn't kick you off. For me, I think that uh, an in-person event is an experience. From handshakings, from exchanging business cards, I think that when people gather together, magic happens. Uh, relationships are formed, and I think that a sense of purpose is uncovered. Well, while I don't see virtual events replacing a live experience, I think that there's a plenty of opportunity for them to enhance live events. As I mentioned before for Thessaloniki, let's say, prior to COVID-19, it was primarily events on the forefront of technology, which included gamification or chatbots or chat rooms or virtual streaming and more as part of the event. I foresee this being standard across all events going forward and uh, not an afterthought or something nice to have. Perfect. I I actually agree with you about the personal communication. I think it's irreplaceable. And uh, this uh, actually uh, is leading me to another question. Uh, some people predict that, uh, that there is going to be a rise in hybrid events where parts of the event take place in person and others are delivered digitally. For me, uh, the benefits could be that uh, there will be no capacity issues as uh, there are, for example, in an in-person event. Plus, there can be an lockdown from all over around the world, as you already mentioned before, which actually makes it appealing. I do believe uh, event organizers will figure out ways to uh, for the digital aspect that can complement in-person events. Facebook recently has announced uh, that it is going to add the option to clients for access to live streams. And um, pretty soon, uh, there is room for more, more innovation in this sector. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, the truth is that since digital conferences may be the new normal, I think that, okay, hybrid events, it's the most perfect solution for me. And they may have several advantages. Virtual conferences offer a lot of benefits. And as I mentioned before, especially for those people uh, who simply can't attend an in-person event. For us at Exaloniki, let's say for people living abroad, I think that everyone needs access to the content. And what's really great about what we are seeing now is that this new normal um, helps build out that experience so that when things do go back to normal, everyone can still be involved. I think we will see more in-person events offer streaming as an option for people who can't or won't make the journey. And in my opinion, if we do this right, if we use technology right, we can create a safer and more all-inclusive experience for everyone. In addition, I think that hybrid events may attract sponsors who do not have otherwise been drawn to a live event. I think that the wide reach a hybrid event has, it's more attractive to sponsors. Uh, they're not only visible to the physical participants of the conference or event, uh, but also to online participants. And of course, not only during the event, uh, but also for years afterwards through online videos. So I think that combined with the fact that a hybrid event works particularly uh, well to generate social media buzz, an online broadcast is and will be one of the most attractive propositions to sponsor. On the other hand, I think that uh, the logistics involved in this type of event are more complex as they require two kinds of infrastructure, physical and digital. 
So I think it's on us now uh, whether we use technology right or not and to filter the right partners to make things happen. Interesting. Now, regarding the content and the agenda, watching someone speaking over some slides uh, is not as engaging as attendees may want. What do you think should be done to make virtual events more interactive? Um, Elena, I think uh, that is a tough one. It's true, and from my experience at, until now, yes, I also attended conferences that weren't that interesting, and I, I skipped out. So, in my opinion, to succeed online, uh, you need, let's say, to seduce your audience. Uh, after all, as I mentioned, they can live with a single click on, of a mouse button. So I think that the key to a successful online event is to allow audience involvement uh, in the form, let's say, of an online Q&A, of polls, or even, or, uh, even quizzes. I think what matters is letting presenters and audiences have the most intimate relationship possible. For me, it's to, to inspire at first presenters to make their content to be uh, more attractive and to be more interactive in order to engage their audience. Uh, I think actually that uh, technology would be very important here since uh, all that you mentioned, like uh, the polls, the Q&As, cannot be done with uh, the tools we're using right now for a virtual event. So maybe custom-made solutions for virtual event management online could be something that uh, is a new opportunity to develop in a post-COVID era. I think that uh, the key here is that we are all in this together. We have to work together in order to make things happen. So I think that if an event management manager has a, a new idea for a platform, I think that it's useful to be shared with the technology partner which will be responsible for hosting the event uh, in order to make uh, new adjustments uh, on the platform and uh, make the event more interactive um, and more appealing to the audience. Uh, since we are both based uh, in Greece, Anna, I would like to ask you how you see things uh, regarding event management here. What was the previous normal and, not, and what will be the next normal, the new normal? Eleni, as you know, and I'm very happy for this question, and I think as everyone around the globe knows, the most famous Greek word is philoxenia. I think one of the main reasons why people here in Greece uh, love to host events is because of this word. Because we like to be together, we, we like to be at the same place, to exchange ideas, to exchange experiences. Uh, and I think that uh, no matter what happens to the future, I think that we will find out a way to make physical events uh, work out eventually. As we saw, a lot of tech companies already hosted online events which in my opinion were successful. And I think that uh, as we decided at Exaloniki to make our events uh, hybrid, I think that we will find the best solution to have uh, the person involvement as well. So last question, Anna. Any tips on how the event industry can recover from this pandemic? Well, this is uh, still a topic under discussion for me uh, within the industry. Because social distancing will uh, affect future meetings uh, in many ways. In my opinion, this has to be a teamwork. Let's say hosting meetings and events um, in a post-COVID-19 world will require major adjusting, uh, especially on the part of planners 
and venue. For me, it's a combined effort uh, in order to restart the industry and begin hosting in-person functions again. I think the priority is for venues to focus on a few key areas uh, in order to provide the requirements for safe uh, meetings and events at first. Let's say health and safety protocols, social distancing arrangements, and for sure safe food and beverage. I think that venues will play a key role in the, uh, the recovery of the events industry. But how exactly its big tech company will pivot its conference to a virtual one remains to be seen. But I think that health is always a priority and our technology is what makes us strong. So digital technologies uh, provide us with a world of possibilities at our fingerprints. Uh, never before have we enjoyed so many opportunities to learn, to exchange, to participate, and of course, to create. So I think it's up to us to make the conscious choices uh, that bring about a better future and find new methods to deal with old routines. Thank you so much, Anna, for joining uh, this podcast and providing the audience uh, all this useful information. It was uh, a really insightful uh, episode. It was a pleasure having you. I hope you enjoyed it too. I really enjoyed it um, and uh, keep up the good work because I think that um, digital world uh, needs more people like you. So thanks for having me with you today. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. Take care and stay tuned for another episode.